Hello, and welcome to The Unconventional Path, Secrets to Igniting Your Business with Bela and Mike mini-episode. I'm Bela Musitz from the David D. Ray School of Business at Clarkson University. And I'm Mike Wasserman from the Münster School of Business at the Münster University of Applied Sciences in, you guessed it, Münster, Germany. Today's mini-topic is exploring the yearn to learn and the knack to act. And yes, I just made that up today. So we've talked with many guests so far, and the topic of continuous lifelong learning has come up consistently. Uh, you can go back to, even going back to our very first podcast, um, and the most latest ones, all of it, people continuously talk about, hey, I've learned a lot, and I've made a lot of career choices, and I've taken some risks, and there's always been this element of learning there. Um, we've had guests with various le- varying levels of education, um, and the, but it, it's consistently clear the theme of uh, uh, what's needed for a successful and fulfilling career um, has been this learning. So I kind of, we kind of made up this yearn to learn and act to act and they go together. Um, you've often heard learning by doing, right? Um, you, le- you do it and then you learn from it. Um, and it's really true that you, A, you got to want to learn and B, you got to be willing to act on it because you can't learn if you don't do. Now, Bela and I were talking about this and we're like, you know, we see trends that students at all levels uh, and all over the world seem less prepared to do this, to, to take action, to reflect, to learn, and then to change their behaviors. Why is this? Bela, what do you think? So I think that um, one of the things that's going on is, uh, well, let me, put it, let, let me say it this way. We often teach what to do and how to do it. In the real world, or in the business world, when you, when you go out and get a job, in most jobs, you may be told what to do, but you're very rarely told how to do it. You got to figure it out on your own. And I think in education, we need to make sure that we provide this progression for students. Yes, maybe as freshmen, we need to tell them and help them, you know, what to do and how to do it. By the time they're upperclassmen uh, or they're in graduate school, I think we really need to start uh, being less specific about how to do things. I mean, I'm often amazed by the number of times I'm asked by a student in a graduate level course, do you want that write-up to be double-spaced and what point font should we use? And I can't remember anyone ever when I've been in the business world telling me what to do with respect to whether it should be single-spaced or double-spaced or how many pages my findings should uh, be or what font style to use. So I think we the trend is going in a direction where we are um, not developing our learning skills, our inquisitive learning skills, maybe as much as we should. And I think as Mike and I have sort of listened to the interviews and podcasts we've done, this one element has really jumped out at us, that these successful entrepreneurs clearly have this curiosity and this bias towards action and doing, they try stuff. And by trying it, they learn and then they apply that learning to trying something different or something new. So that's sort of how I think about it, Mike. I think these are good points, Bela. And it, you know, it's almost like the student that asked me, yeah, what point font should I use? Or, 
uh, how should I organize this paper? Um, it's they're almost we've kind of beat into these students a fear of making a mistake and doing something wrong. Whereas what we want to get them to do is to find unique and novel ways to solve problems. We want them to have cool ideas and go research them and support their, their opinions with facts and data. We want them to do cool analyses um, and find data and analyze them using different tools and come up with conclusions. Um, it's almost like you missed the forest for the trees and they want to know where each individual tree needs to go. And I think that's the whole education system, right? I think, you know, we're guilty as, as, uh, university professors of not, looking for one right answer rather than many right answers. I think if you go back to the high school and the elementary school, it's teaching to the test and it's not focusing on critical thinking. It's focusing on multiple choice, getting the right answer. Um, so I think there's a lot of things. And, and I've seen this in Germany too. My German colleagues say the same thing about, oh, the kids can't do this or that or the other anymore. Um, you know, it's a programmed world and they want to have time for extracurriculars and all these things. And um, I don't know if this jives. You know, we talk a lot about artificial intelligence and robots taking human jobs. Well, you know, robots can figure out 12 point or 10 point font pretty easily. Right. But people have innovative ideas and people have creative solutions and people can show empathy um, and understand customer needs in, in a fraction of the time that even I think the best uh, technology uh, can, can do it, at least at this point. So to me, that's what's missing is this idea of, of we're spoon feeding, I guess, our, our students too much, Bela. What do you think? Well, I think um, one of the other things that struck out at me, uh, particularly in our most recent uh, interview with Tyler Wrightson, where you know, he, he made several attempts to go work in other companies, uh, i.e. not in his own business, and, and they didn't work for him. And so he clearly understands his personality type is... I want to be driving the bus. I'm not interested in being a passenger on the bus. And so he understands that very well. And that's not to say that that's better than someone who wants to work for a large organization and wants to be told what to do every day. Uh, the world needs many different types of skills and personalities and people to make it, to make it function properly. And I think as students or as listeners or as human beings, it's important for us that we sort of have enough self-awareness that we can figure out what's the best environment for me. Am I really driven by curiosity and this desire to continuously learn? And that's important. And if it is, then let's hone it and let's develop it. Or am I a person or a personality that likes the sort of uh, comfort in knowing that I'm doing a really good job and I do it every day and I know it might be repetitive, but you know what? Jeepers, that's important too in a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of careers and jobs. So I think it's this notion of trying to sort this out as an individual so that you can make career choices and uh, Choices to join businesses that have the culture that fits with your mental set. Great points, Bela. And I think, you know, to kind of wrap this up, this mini podcast up, um, I guess I just encourage our listeners to um, consider their career paths. I'm a big fan of knowing what your next move is going to be before you quit your job, but really aim towards um, being a continuous learner. And if you're in a place where you're not learning, make a move. Right. Look around, interview for some jobs um, and take action about it. Don't just sit there and, and 
kind of be bored and be miserable, right? I love, um, you know, again, when you talked about Tyler, um, yeah, try it for a little while. And if it doesn't work, um, you know, do your best to make it work for you and, and to, to get, be uh, an engaged employee and to have work assignments that are enriching and meaningful. Um, but if it's just not going to happen, go do something else and learn from it, right? Yearn to learn and act to act. That's today's mini podcast. It's cheesy, but hey, I am who I am. Bela, thanks. Any last comments? Nope. That was great, Mike. All right, let's call it a day. Thanks, folks, for listening. See you next week. This podcast is produced for Mike and I by our friends at Busy Media of Schenectady, New York. They can be found at busymedia.co. 